All right, I'm recording. I'm recording. Woohoo! <laughs> Game on! Game on. <laughs> Does anybody else think of Wayne's World when you hear Game On? Because I definitely do. Um, I didn't, but now I do. <laughs> okay, great. Well, my work here is done. Welcome to Winging It, the West Wing Podcast. <laughs> my name's Andrea. And I'm Sally. We're here to talk about uh, season four, episode. What episode is this? Oh, uh, 10. Shoot. Dang. I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's game on, and yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. How are you feeling? I feel great about it. <laughs> <sighs> great. Okay, really uh, let's, let's sing so we can get into this business. Okay, let's do it. Oh, she's going slow. Fixed it. Also, this is episode six. Ah, yes, episode six. I thought we were a lot further than that, but that's okay. This is a great episode. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. We have some guest stars. We have some guest stars. Yeah. Oh, should we do a TikTok? Oh, yeah. Let's do that first. Okay. We're having the debate, and everything's pretty much leading up to that. There also is uh, Toby and his, Toby and Andy, they have some stuff going on, and... Sam? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't... uh, Sam... (laughs) We have to talk about it. It happened. Sam goes out to... We had to talk about it. Sam goes out to California. Yeah. It just so happens that the debate is also in California. Yes. Serendipitous. Um, What else? Those are the main main things. Bartlett. Leo's holding down the fort with the uh, Kumar front. Yeah, we'll talk about that for sure. So we should just start with the opener because it's brilliant oh my gosh yes so the prank on toby yeah so they they plant in toby's head leo plants in toby's head that the president's having a crisis of confidence and da da da, da and they go into the oval office and he can't answer any questions <laughs> and toby is just <laughs> losing it i mean toby is more than losing it he is just <sighs> at his wits end it is so so funny and then you find out that they were that the president was faking it, and they all pay up 10 bucks, and it was just great. My question is, like, who was really betting against Toby? Like, it must have been some, like, how long would it take him to lose it? But, because who would bet? Oh, yeah, he'd be fine with it. No one. Yeah, no. I think <laughs> people basically just paid money to see it happen, which okay, I would absolutely right. do. Here's my yeah, $10. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. So it's it was pretty great. His Toby's face when when everybody breaks down and starts laughing and then President Barlett admits it, Toby just sort of stares at him with an open mouth and it's just the best. It's wonderful. <laughs> He's just dumbfounded. Yeah. I love I love Bartlett's like comment to him afterwards. He's like, Come here, you big bear. I'm gonna kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like the perfect way to cap off that whole scene. But it was so good at faking bad too. Like he was doing so well. At like, oh, I don't know. No, let me start over. I don't think that's like he did it so perfectly. It was great. <laughs> and then they walk out, and Toby says he's ready, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. he is. So pumped up. Oh, there's so much good stuff in this. There's in this episode. so much good stuff, and I think. Then, like, the more good stuff there is... All right, stick with me on this. The more good stuff there is, the easier it is for the stuff to be good to me. What I mean by that is, like, I found myself getting so, like... 
Like, I'm freaking out over, like, the tie thing, and, like, I'm freaking out over all these things, and I'm just like, is this that big of a deal, or am I just so hyped up on all these, like, other good things? Like, are you just feeding me endorphins so that then the easiest right. storyline makes me more excited? You know what I mean? Like, you've got rose-colored glasses on. Yeah, yeah. Because, so everything looks even better. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think that's totally Not in life. You've got West Wing rose-colored glasses, not yes. like personal ones. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it it is just the whole episode was great, and except we'll start with the only thing I didn't like. Not even didn't like, okay. but I did not even one ounce care about Kumar in this whole episode. Every time they no. went back to Leo, I was just like, "Nope, Ugh. you're slowing down the flow of everything." Yeah, um, which would have been. A fine storyline on its own. It just didn't match up with the episode for me. Yeah, they probably just had to perpetuate the storyline. However, yeah. Leo was was holding it down like a boss. I must oh, say, yeah. like Leo just was showing wonderful. so much strength and such a depth, like uh, just a, a big time player on Absolutely. the world stage. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I that's the only part about it that I cared about. Completely agree. And the attorney Jordan is back. She was great. Their chemistry is great, but so so it's not. It's not but that they have like to yell really, at each other a lot. Yeah, they do, but like in a good way, <laughs> you know. <laughs> not um, much flirting, more just like straight up yelling. Yeah, they do straight up yell at each other, but I still enjoy their back and forth. I don't know. Um, I enjoy they're, they're that well they suited. Can, that yeah, that they can yell at each other well. I don't know. Um, yeah, but so that's the thing. It's like it is a good storyline. It just didn't fit with this episode because every time we went back to it, I was so enthralled in the other storyline. Because normally the West Wing does right. a great job of balancing it. That like I'm equally as interested in most of the storylines to to an extent. And this one was mm-hmm. not. It felt like such a such a high and such a. Not a a bore, but just I don't know. Yeah, because it wasn't like it was that dramatic either. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it was very procedural in yes. nature. But everything else, I love. There was a moment where he called in. He called in Margaret for a second. And I just thought to myself, I kind of miss Margaret. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had like a good kind of funny Margaret moment. It's the ongoing you know? problem with so many great castmate cast members and yeah. like supporting cast members that like we just don't have enough time for everybody to be as wonderful as they are yeah i miss her okay so there's that oh we totally forgot in the tiktok that we meet what? will bailey well oh that's right yes <laughs> so well we can talk that's about guest thing. stars so we yeah. got hal holbrook yes. as yes. crazy albie duncan albie. which we love hal holbrook i love it <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have James Brolin. Again, yes. Kathleen York is back. Joanna Gleason, we already mentioned. And then, yes, Josh Molina. Shout out to Josh Molina. Which, guys, yeah. if you don't, if you're on Twitter and you don't follow Josh Molina, I don't know if you know what you're missing. I don't He's, follow him anymore. You don't? <laughs> I don't. He's probably not going to come on the podcast now. But. Sally, don't make him not come on the podcast because I really want him on here. I think he's the funniest. I think he's hysterical. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> Wait, no, but we actually have to talk about Will Bailey. So yes. let's let's talk about Will Bailey. Let's talk about thoughts. Will Bailey. I Here's what I've decided about the Will Bailey thing. I'm going to try my hardest to not make any, because I've, I've mentioned before that I have really mixed feelings about him. So I'm going to try my hardest this, this watch through to not make any like sweeping judgments like right now I don't want to be like oh I like him oh I love him I'm just gonna go episode by episode 
And in this episode, I like him. I love that in your examples, they were both really positive. Way to go. Way to go. Yeah. I like him and I love him. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Let's that was just an accident, but it, you know, I just wasn't using my brain. I, I did not know. I mean, because I watched this a couple of years ago for the first time, as I'm sure a lot of people have watched it on their own timetable rather than when it aired, is that I didn't realize that a lot of people don't like Will Bailey. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, well, I, you knew I his Twitter bio is, I ruined the West Wing. I know, but I didn't know that was a popular sentiment. I'd really like to know, I think we should have people write in and tell us what they think about yeah. Will Bailey. I mean, That's I the definitely remember the having not positive feelings about him sometimes, but I just don't remember specifically. I just remember that by the end, I was like, eh, I don't know. So, okay. but I'm going to go into it with an open mind and see how I really feel. Here's what I think is interesting about Will Bailey is that I think he has a really high sense of entitlement, but not in a bad way, which is a really odd sentence because normally yeah, entitlement is. is very bad. But I feel like he sort of feels like it's almost like he just has a sense of like, I've earned this. Like I'm working hard at this. And he says it to Sam, you know, because Sam tells him that everything's, that it's a joke and it's an embarrassment and et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm working hard. And you know, we're campaigning on ideas and da 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 da. And he really sells that in a way that Sam's like, all right, you're kind of crazy, but that like Will fully believes that this is like, this like belongs to him. If that makes sense. I think he's just confident. But it maybe, does. That's, maybe that's a better word for it. He's he's confident? Yeah. Cocky. Well, no, he's not cocky. <laughs> he's not cocky, I, but he's confident. No. I feel like half the time, I think that's why Sam identifies with him. A, because he knows he's a great writer. Yes. Because he mentions the speech that he heard. But also because it's he's idealistic he's he's running this campaign after the guy dies because of the ideals that they were putting forth in it so in that regard he and sam share that you know yeah so i think that's why yeah. sam re sam respects him even yeah. though it is embarrassing to the dnc why he comes around um a couple things the first thing it's a little weird that sam just assumes that um <laughs> winnie cooper <laughs> Uh, is the assistant, <laughs> yeah. Danica McKellar. It's weird. Right. Who is actually Elsie. I think Elsie is her name. But Elsie he's like, Snuffin. oh, you're assistant. Like, what if she's in charge? What if she's Will Bailey? You don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's um, a girl. <laughs> yeah. I like that they have the kids come in and, and cha he changes the sign. He has like, it doesn't matter who you vote for. Just matters that you vote, and he's like, "No, I think it does matter." What I, what I like yeah. about that is I can totally see like Sorkin that Aaron Sorkin had like seen a sign yeah. out there in the world that said that, and he was like, "No, that's not right. I got to write about that," and like corrected it. In totally. you know what I mean? That it was just something he wanted mm -hmm. to include, uh, which is mm -hmm. half the West Wing. I feel like so true. I I liked that. I like Sam comes to Will Bailey. I'm just gonna keep going with this storyline, but Sam comes to Will Bailey yeah. on the beach and and he's ta they're talking about the election. He's you know they're just going through the motions, and then Sam gives Will his tie. He's like, "You got more events tonight. Your tie doesn't go here. Take mine." And that's the first thing you can see of like his resolve wearing of like not his resolve wearing, but of him sort of warming up to this guy. Because I think you're right. I think he does see himself in him. I think he identifies with him and all that stuff. 
So I think that him giving the tie is his first, like, all right, fine, maybe maybe you're kind of right <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of passing of the ties. It's it's almost yes. the sisterhood of the traveling pants in this episode <laughs> because there's like Sam gives his tie to Will and then Charlie has an issue with the tie with Bartlett. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. that's a whole thing. We can talk about Abby cutting. Well, Bartlett's well, I want to finish and, Sam's storyline yeah. first because in that beach moment, here's one really weird thing that is just the most odd thing that I noticed. So he gives him the tie in the beach moment and then there's a shot from behind them where sam is walking away and he's sort of like fixing his shirt after he's taken off the tie and i'm like maybe 97 percent sure that that is not rob lowe walking away and oh, it could have been his, <laughs> maybe uh, double yeah his and that just in. seemed like such an odd thing to me because you could just end it on that shot like that it was not a weird place to end you know, West Wing is not super known for, like, a zoom-out silhouette shot with the beach in the background. Like, nobody would have missed it. So it's an odd yeah. thing to get a body double for. You guys can take a look at it and see if you think I'm crazy. But it really, his whole head shape, everything looks different. So just a weird, really huh. weird note. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to look for a stand-in. And then we'll just finish out the storyline. Sam tells him that he can tell... <sighs> He can tell um, the widow, the widow that I was trying to think of his name is Wild. Um, that he'll be the Democrat, and I'm, not, I'm just like, Meh. ooh, yeah. Like to be clear, I I really enjoy the storyline. I just I don't do. like the yeah. Sam's. You know, <laughs> yeah, we don't like what it. We don't like where it goes, <laughs> right? But. I, and I like at the end of the episode, again, when he's complimenting him on the writing, and I like the way that Sam just shows his leadership at the end, where he's encouraging the staff, and yeah. it was just really touching. It was very presidential. The way where he, he knew how much that would mean to them, you know, just mm-hmm. him coming to say one thing. And he gives a little nod to to Elsie about her jokes being mm-hmm. in the speech the governor gave. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was a really great moment. That was very much a, I'm running for political office kind of moment. Yeah. Did so. he really need to fly out there? Like, don't you think a phone call would have sufficed? Well, they were Honestly. flying out there for the debate. Well, yeah, but he didn't even fly with them. They weren't in the same place. I think I think it's one of those things that is so like Sam that he gets this one idea in his head and he gets, like, obsessed with it. And I think this was just the manifestation yeah. of that. Not that I mind seeing the beach. I mean, like, we never get to see anything but, like, cold <laughs> Washington or yeah. inside a building. So... It was like breaking the fourth wall. Um, well, I was going to say we should follow the bow tie and go to, yes. to Bartlett and or the debate at the end. Well, just a regular tie, but yeah. Well, yeah, but there were <laughs> not a bow tie. There were a lot of ties going on. First of all, we've yes. got Abby there, and she's like really sweet, which again is fairly rare. She's they're usually like, you know. She's sweet to him sometimes. Yeah, sometimes she is. Generally, they're kind of like lover spats I I feel like most of the time and so she's really sweet and she's like I love you so much my head's gonna fly off and like game on boyfriend super cute and then a moment later turns into a crazy psycho and cuts off his tie which I understand the purpose I understand the purpose I get it it's like taking off his training wheels you know whatever but I'm sorry it looked like a page from the Amy Gardner book and that's that no, nope. that's, that's my opinion. I completely disagree. Nope. I I mean, well, we have to start with a storyline back with Charlie. Yes, I love uh, that. Charlie 
is tasked with bringing the lucky tie, and the lucky tie is ruined, and so Charlie on the plane (laughs) talking to Donna, that is a brilliant scene, Donna and and Charlie are talking about this, and he's like, you know, like, oh, what am I going to do, and I actually made in my note, I said, I love the Thai storyline more than I love the Kamar storyline. Oh, for sure. And that goes back to what we were talking about last episode about how the, where the stakes are makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Like, the stakes are higher in the Thai, which is crazy <laughs> that a storyline about a Thai, to me, is more important than a storyline about, you know, a conflict, like an actual, like, war conflict going mm-hmm. on. But it's just the writing. It's just the characters. But... Donna's like, let me just throw this out on the stoop and see if the cat lifts yeah, it up. And she's what a catchphrase. Like, maybe, maybe it's not the tie. Maybe it's just the president. And then Charlie, the best line, Charlie says, you heard me say it was his game tie, right? And that was just my favorite thing because he was just like, okay, you're crazy talking to Donna. And it was just, that was well. Perfect I also I also really liked of that exchange the line where he's like you got face the music and dance alone like he's just getting he's like trying to talk himself <laughs> into like the right headspace to like prepare yeah, to and deal then with President Barla doesn't get mad about it at no. all I so with Abby's storyline I just I thought it was perfect no. I thought when he's talking about it he is almost asking for her to do something it was it is the per, my. Because he's talking about how the last time something happened to his tie and he was so amped up and it was like the kick in the pants and da 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 And it was so perfect. And so I'm so like amped up about it. And then she cuts that tie in his face and I'm just like, this is the best. And they're running around. All the best no. lines came from after him cutting yeah, that tie. Yeah, but she got the crazy eyes. They cut to her and she's like, it has like an evil snicker and she's got the crazy eyes. And seriously, it's like, what is with. But she's always kind of got crazy <laughs> eyes. Just what is with bit. Sorkin like loving having women cut off things that their men need? Not to go all like. Three. What? <laughs> That's what he does. Remember when Amy Gardner cut the tel- like the phone cord? He just really likes okay, when women that get. That was a totally different thing because that hindered Josh. I understand that. was to that. stop Josh. That was being manipulative. I understand it, but they're doing the same action. Mm. I'm just saying he likes to do that. Uh, no. He d- uh, no. He, he might like to do that. Yeah, I mean, maybe so, but I just, we'll just have to agree to disagree because I loved absolutely everything about the whole scene. And I love I think- that they're still... I think what they were going Afterwards, for could have been rendered a different way. I think that she, she could have, like, let him know that he didn't need it. Been I don't know, but I'm fairly certain. Or, you know what they... No, but he did need it. Well, well you know, they... <laughs> it's not that he needs the tie. It's that he needs that bit of adrenaline that sort of, like, brings him back down to earth. And it's like, oh, you know, that he's not in his head so much. He's thinking about this tie. He's da-da-da-da. And then he's out there and then he's doing it. And he's not just, like, dreading it. And it's just... It's all about the adrenaline and the... It's all about what the tie, cutting the tie leads to. It's not about the actual. I mean, she could have poured salsa on it or just, she could have done anything to mess up the tie that would have gotten the adrenaline pumping. I, but her giving him a little speech wouldn't have done anything. I understand that. It's fair enough. It's, I, I, I fully understand. I just thought it was a little crazy. But the best, the best thing is afterwards when they're all sort of running, because it gets all of their blood pumping. It gets all oh, of I love pumped that. up and... He's like, my wife cut it off with scissors, and someone's like, why? And he's like, I don't think we had that kind yeah. of time. And then I think CJ says, no one's run any camera tests on this. And Toby's like, all right, let's run some, as he's, like, going out into the cameras. Um, I I thought it was really, really great. 
that dialogue, that scene of dialogue where they're all doing that walk and talk, that was just really, I don't know, it was just yeah. golden for me. They're all freaking out. It was fun. Yeah, it starts like a tidal wave of of yeah. reaction. So that is fun. We should yes. probably talk about the actual debate <laughs> yeah. itself. I mean, what is there yeah. to say? Let's talk about <laughs> this. Um, I, I, what I have to say is that it's so interesting to me, and I think I mentioned this before, but it's even more apparent in this episode well, in every episode that Richie is in, it's so crazy that Sorkin does such a great job of not having the straw man argument of making these, like, good, formidable foes in the Republicans and, like, or, I mean, for the most part. I mean, you have Ainsley Hayes, and I literally can't think of another example, but, like, throughout the <laughs> show, we have other Republicans coming in and out that, yeah, we have Republicans coming in and out who challenge them in a good way and who are, you know, who differ in views. It's all a part of the idealistic theme we've got going here that like, oh, we don't agree, but like, let's respect each other and da 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 And this just tears all of that down because he is a straight up dummy. I mean, they have yeah, they don't slow talking. Yeah. I mean, there, there is nothing redeemable about him. And I get, or I assume he's supposed to be a model after George Bush. <laughs> But I just don't. I. But they. Re- I, don't I know, agree. Man. They. But they do redeem themselves like later in the series, in, in a big way. Yes. Well, I think everybody, somebody else redeems themselves. Sorkin does not, because that's what I thought was interesting. I was oh, like, yeah. it's so crazy that we end up with such a formidable foe and someone who is really well loved by most viewers, even though he's Republican, and that. But that like Sorkin himself fell flat on this one for yeah, me. Yeah, I I understand that for sure. I mean, because it's great that Bartlett does well, but he's facing like a fifth grader. So I, the victory is fun because our adrenaline's pumping, but it's not that fun because anybody could have beat him. Fair enough. Yeah. So it was just fun to watch and cheer I him on, know. like CJ. It was fun oh, to see all the yeah. staffers get excited when he's like, "Ooh, like look, yes. it's not Uncle Fluffy." You know, it's like all the different things that he brought to the table. It was so great. Loved it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I should have caveated that with, like, I'm bummed that Richie is such a straw man, but, like, I love everything about the debate. And I even made the note that, like, it's just so fun for us to get to win for once. True. Like, it's so fun that this whole episode, I mean, we've got the stuff going on with Kumar, but aside from that, um, it just, it, yeah, it's just so fun. Like, every, it feels like every other scene, like, with the debates and with everything else is just a win for the team. Yeah. The their them not doing spin and just walking mm-hmm. out was maybe mm, it wasn't my favorite part because the tie part was my favorite part. But them not doing spin and CJ, <laughs> I could just keep going on. I'm gonna let you talk. Some- <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can keep going. It's okay. Okay. Well, I just loved everything. <laughs> I um, I just love. I really wrote in all caps. Don't spin. It's the punch Ali never gave four minutes. The best. I love it. And I did. I just loved it. And then then they're like, oh, the president's going. The president's on his way back to Washington to get back to work. And Sam's like, and there's going to be a lot of drinking on the plane. <laughs> I don't think we should put that in this statement. <laughs> so it was great. And then CJ has the moment with Albie, and she sort of sets him up to go on his little rants that they were actually worried about, but since they won so big, he gets to do it, and she's like, you're the one I always liked, and it's, <laughs> it's just perfect, and he's so excited. He's cute. Also, I mean, I really don't think he's that 
crazy. Do you? Because they they say that he's crazy, but I don't really see well, him like that. I think it's more so in the sense of like he. You don't know what he's going to say. And, like, you know, Toby and Sam and all of our staffers are so careful about, like, they handpick every word. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, even if it's not to a normal person, it's not, like, crazy. It, when it, when he's in the spin room, when he's doing spin for the president, they want him to be so particularly careful. Yeah. So, I think it's that kind of thing. Also. Um, I could see him being a little eccentric. Yeah, eccentric maybe. But, like, he doesn't. You know, Lord John Marbury was more crazy than than I than I think Alby Duncan is. Also, why is Schweppes Bitter Lemon the only drink of choice on the West Wing? Like for the most part, you know, they keep repeating it. I don't know, but if I ever see Aaron Sorkin at a bar, I'm just gonna go ahead and order that. If I don't even know who stocks that these days, it sounds like an old lady drink. But if you drink it, feel free to write in. What I don't like about what I don't like about that is, can I find an attractive aide and have you bring her Schweppes, have her bring you Schweppes Bitter Lemon? And then she's like, she tells Carol to like get to work. And it's just like, this is, this feels weird. I feel awkward about this. <laughs> but whatever, whatever floats your boat. Like, cause it gives Albie kind of a creepy edge. Which like, he didn't oh, really bring have you this before. Woman to yeah, she set him up. To yeah. Creepy. <laughs> yeah. So that was weird. Yeah. But I loved how. Hal Holbrook in whatever. this episode. And pretty much. I know. love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love Leo's tiny pep talk to the president right before he says, there's no such thing as too smart. There's nothing you can do that's not going to make me proud of you. Eat him up. Game on. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't. I didn't like it. No. no. Here's the thing. It's, like it's, it's a very lovely sentiment. And I believed it. But it was rather yeah. like. It was rather fatherly. And they're peers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it just felt, that's it bad. felt, it, I don't know, it just felt awkward to me. Did anybody else feel like that? I think that Leo, I mean, he doesn't have the age to be fatherly, but I think he's definitely, like, wiser, older brother, at least. So, it sort of fits for me. Um, and I just, like, like, they very rarely have those moments where they yeah. just flat out say stuff like that. It's usually more like, meaningful glances like oh you're my bro like, but I'm only gonna say that through eye contact you're my bro. <laughs> you know like um so it's fun to see him and he does it kind of he kind of catches President Brawl off guard he's just like hey and then he lays all this you know this really nice thing yeah down. yeah um so I appreciated that and just the I don't know the sort of unabashedness of it <laughs> Uh, things we haven't talked about yet would be Toby and Andy. Is there anything to say there? I think the yeah. comedic timing at the at the beginning of the episode when they're talking about Albie Duncan, uh, where Toby's like, "Is he crazy? No, no. Okay, he's a little crazy." And then they did it twice. It's crazy. just I, it was so perfect. There's so much about comedy yeah. that's all about the cadence of it, and I, he just nailed it. So, not a shocker. Richard yes. was amazing. Yeah. It's just interesting to have Andy, like, around, mm-hmm. I think. Because um, in the beginning, she's sort of hanging out with CJ, and it's just a different, it's sort of a different feel and a different thing. I think it's, I think it's kind of a, a fun wrench to throw in there, so that makes it sound bad, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and he wants to name his kids Beatrice and Bluto. Like, not really, but I thought yeah. that was cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So. Well, uh, other, th- I guess. There's. I mean, most of my other thoughts are just that it's so good. So. Yeah, I really liked it. I I loved the the yeah. 
the point during the debate where Bartlett says, like, you know what? Those are the 10 words that my staff's been looking for for two weeks. And then yes. he challenges him, give yeah. me the next 10 words and the next 10 words. And just the fact that, like yes. you said, it was so nice to see our team win because as Bartlett yeah. brings up, you know, there's not a single day that isn't nuanced. And the ones that aren't are the ones with body counts. So I just loved the point that it's, you know, that whole adage of we campaign in poetry and we govern in prose. You know, just the fact that yeah, complexity isn't a vice and all of that sort of thing. Yeah, we should say that the debate itself was great. I mean, it was fun watching him tear him down. I mean, he had great points and did, it feels a little different watching it when you know it's scripted, but it still was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The only other thing I have is I thought that Jordan's line, I think if it's not a notable quotable, I think it should be. But at the end of the, the meeting uh, about Kumar, which I know was like the the low light of the episode, but she's like, excuse me, I have a meeting of godless infidels next door, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. And I would say a wingtip on this one would be that one-way charges on rental cars are insane, just like Sam said. So you really yeah. should avoid it at all costs in case you need to go somewhere and sat word this is the part where i get to quiz sally on the on her vocabulary (laughs) that's great for me soporific soporific yeah can you use it in a sentence uh maybe if you tell me what sentence it was used in in the show um at the very beginning of the episode in the cold opening when bartlett is giving the kind of stumbling answer Toby says that he needs to give an answer that has, is more emotional and not soporific. Uh, sounds like boring or like feeling. That's really good. Yeah. Tending to induce drowsiness <laughs> or sleep. Perfect. So we hope that this podcast episode was not soporific for you. <laughs> yeah. But if it was, it's coming to a close and we're going to pick our MVPs. Ready, go. Yes. Um, I pick, I, I, ooh, I think I pick President Bartlett just for owning mm, the debate. Yeah. Yep. Just because everybody else, everybody else did great things, but like they, they were all excited because he did so well. So, are you sure you don't want to give it to Abby? I really thought about it, but <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. With okay, Bartlett. I'll second that. I agree. Cool, man. Cool. All right, well, game on, indeed. And uh, if you guys have thoughts or feelings, send them to us at thewestwingpodcast@gmail.com. We're also on. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Winging It Pod. We love hearing your comments. It's super fun. Yes. And it's super fun. So next episode is election night. Hooray. Things are happening. Oh, I can't wait. Thanks. So fun. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, Bye. guys. <laughs>